I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So my name is Joe Wayman and I am one of the presenters at All Leads TV. So, Joe, let's start off at the very start of the season. I think I know the answer to this, but what were your expectations going into this season? So, I think based on the way it um, ended last season, um, not the best, but I genuinely, I think every Leeds fan really, especially the fact that, that Bielsa chose to stay and we kept the likes of KP, was to 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 kick on and, and take that next step, really, not as... Um, as uh, Angus Kinnear put it, not mess about with the playoffs this time um, and go up automatic. Um, I think, yeah, it was a, it was the right um, choice, I guess. I think that's the only choice any Leeds United fan had uh, leading into the season that we would go up automatic. Yeah, and you started off the season like a steam train, really, didn't you? Um, obviously, it's not gone as well recently, but before we talk about that, uh, let's talk about how things were during that uh, really good spell. I think, well, we started the season brilliantly, um, as so often is the case <laughs> with Leeds United, but um, I think there was a real sense for me this time, the way we started the season that we weren't really blowing teams away as we did the previous season. Um, and it felt, I don't know, that maybe it was a little bit of a tactic that we didn't really get out of second or third gear. And um, we were we were going about our business the right way, just doing what needed to be done. If you think back to last season when we, we battered Stoke on the opening day and then went away to Derby where we we absolutely trounced them at their place. And it was a case of, oh, wow, this, this team really has come on. I think... This season, um, although we were fantastic, we didn't seem to be blowing teams away, you know. Um, but we were going about our business and, and, and picking up wins. Um, and obviously, we went on the, the seven, uh, seven game of beaten run, um, much like West Brom did at the time. And uh, I genuinely felt that we had something in reserve. Um, and we were going to end the season. Um, it's like KP had said, it's not how you start, it's how you end. And I had that in my mind that, you know, there's still some in reserve for this Leeds United side and we're, we're, we're going to start putting teams away. Um, however, um, as you well know, uh, that hasn't quite been the case. Yeah, it's definitely not been recently, has it? Um, why do you think it has, I, I don't want to say gone off the rails, but why do you think it's been so bad recently? I think you you'll get a, a a different answer from from different people. I think um, goals are an issue. Um, we know that um, not just just laid at Paddy's door. Although you know, I've seen a stat most recently in terms of um, his top of the charts for missed chances. And I don't want to to bash Patrick because if we look at the same 
time last season we had the likes of Pablo and Click uh, in double figures. So there is there is a real lack of goals uh, amongst amongst the the full side. Really, I think the amount of chances we create, you lads know yourselves. You know you say it week in week out, and we as fans watching it see it. Um, it's it's the failure to take chances, um, uh, and that that seems to be a, a, the main sticking point. You know, people have sp- spoke about if we if we had the like of Gale, for example, not saying he'd be suited to our style of play like you've seen with Eddie, Eddie and Ketty, it didn't quite work. But if we had someone who we know we could rely on to get goals, and the rest of the lads were also chipping in, the likes of Pablo Click, even Harrison's um, been missing a few chances of late, Costa, etc. Um, it all just boils down to to goals for me. There is also a question uh, of mentality. I've mentioned it before on my videos on the channel. I think it's the same core group. And I think when, if we look at the the sending off of Calvin, for example, it felt to me a little bit like there was a real sense of people are looking around. That's why we needed fresh bodies in January because are they looking around and thinking it's happening again? How do we get out of this rot? We're losing games. We can't seem to, you know, catch a break. Um, and, and and maybe that's when it spills over and, and Calvin's made a challenge like that, for example. Um, is there a real mentality issue uh, we, within, the, within the squad? Um, I hope that isn't the case because, as I say, we've we've now got six games in what in nineteen days that are real season defining for me, um, and we need to to pick up some positive results in this next six. Not more so than the next three. Um, some absolutely huge games coming up. Yeah, everyone knows about leads and missing chances. But one thing that we spoke about recently on our most recent episode is how Leeds have recently been leaking goals as well. So earlier in the season, you would be missing chances, but at the same time, you'd be keeping clean sheets. So it wasn't as much of an issue. But now you seem to be um, losing games because you're also conceding goals. Is that something you'd agree with? Yeah, one hundred percent. I think um, that, that, that there has been a real change. Like you said, the start of the season, we were up there within the top. I think divisions across Europe in terms of uh, uh, you know clean sheets and, and goals conceded. Um, and you are right; there has been a real a real swing. Um, there's even been calls after after Saturday's result for Kiko to be dropped uh, within within you know the Leeds United fan base. Um, there was a start, I think it was after Chef Wednesday, when Murphy scored from, from an angle he never should have, um, to be honest. I mean, watching the game, I couldn't believe it had gone in. I genuinely thought it hit the side netting because from where I'm stood, I'm like, that shouldn't go in from that angle. On the back of that, there was a stat that um, I think it may have been five or six um, could have been more of first um, shots on goal against Kiko had actually gone in the back of the net. Um, you know, there's there's a percentage of uh, of um, shots that he's conceding. You know, quite high percentage. So there have been calls for for Kiko to be dropped. I mean, the goal uh, against Wigan. Um, for me, he, his positioning was all wrong. He went with the wrong hand. But listen, I'm not a goalkeeper. Um, but there are question marks over Kiko at the moment. And and for me as well, um, there's there's been a, a real nervousness. It seems if we look at the Millwall result, we don't. Maybe it's the loss of KP. But we were even conceding before that. There has been a a, a real swing. Um, you are right, you know, we are conceding goals, whereas previously we weren't. You know, I, I did a piece for a, a Forest um, vlog the other day and, and they were asking me, what did you think the result would be? And 
I did say, normally I'd have said 1-0, but the fact we can't keep clean sheet, you know, I'll go for 2-1. So there is a, a real nervousness amongst Leeds fans as well that that, that has changed, to be fair. The, the big one for me was was Cardiff. Um, that that result for me has really seemed to set the cat amongst the pigeons. Um, you know, being 3-0 up, then going on to concede um, three goals. Uh, after that, it, it really seems to me mentality uh, in terms of defensively it all seemed to drop off a bit of a cliff from from that result if I'm being totally honest in my opinion yeah we'll talk about individuals in a bit um let's talk about scoring goals and that man Patrick Bamford has been the main talking point for a lot of Leeds fans this season um but the main reason why he hasn't been dropped is because he adds so much more to the team doesn't he um is that something you can appreciate that he does bring something else that a lot of strikers in this division uh, can't do? Yeah, one hundred percent. It goes without saying. Um, you know, I remember the 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 first West Brom game, for example, was a, a, a real eye opener for for me as a fan. Just to, uh, how well he played that game, um, uh, led the line, occupied you know the the defenders, um, and and just runs all day. Um, the we all understand um, and, and, and get just how much work Patrick does. I mean, um, a, a game against Millwall, for example, and he's chasing down um, the you know the goalkeeper to centre back, just running all day. We can appreciate that, and uh, and like you say, he offers so much more. I think that's why why Eddie didn't get looking because he's not suited ideally to what what Bielsa wants, you know, and that's why maybe JKA is, is better um, positioned for that, for that role. Um, but yeah, I mean, even if you look at the second game against West Brom, for example, I was really surprised he started with Eddie in that game because we'd already heard that Eddie was going to be on his way back to Arsenal. It seemed a little bit strange that he would start with him, but he changed that game. You know, Eddie looked a little bit lost in that role up, up again, the, up against the likes of, you know, Bartley and Ajayi. Uh, and Bamford came on and, and, and swung that game for us. Yes, it, it was a draw, but, um, you know, he changed that game and ultimately got us a goal, although it was off a deflection. Um, so we do all appreciate, and I, I do, you know, at the back end of, of last season, for example, after Derby, um, I'd sort of wash my hands, um, if I'm being totally honest. But no, we, he's come on leaps and bounds even from last season with the amount of work he puts in, and you can see that. Um, it's just... It, ultimately, it's goals that we need, and 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 that is what strikers judged on. Come the end of his tenure at Leeds, it'll be judged on goals, not how much running he did during X Y Z game. But I but I do appreciate. Don't get me wrong, and he does have my backing in that respect. Yeah, as you mentioned, John Kevin Augustan has come in, but he wasn't included in the matchday squad at the weekend. And there's been quite a bit of debate amongst Leeds fans about whether it was the right decision from Bielsa. Uh, where do you stand on this? No, no one's exempt from uh, criticism, Ryan. Um, not even Bielsa. But there has been some, um, and you know, I laugh as I say, there has been some um, parts of the Leeds United fan base that have actually <laughs> said that that Bielsa should go. Um, although they might be in the small minority, I think, to even even question the man's um his crazy look. You buckle up, you're in for the ride with Bielsa, it's his way. Uh, and I and I'm thankful that we've got him. In terms of uh the weekend and including JKA for me, one hundred percent he should have. Um I think it's one of them. It's it's a roll of the dice, right? Um he's played at a high level. 
Um, he's a he's a top quality prospect and knows where the goal is. And in that game, for example, against Wigan, um, we needed we it needed freshening up. Um, and look, I said before the game when he wasn't in the eighteen. Imagine it's nil nil with ten minutes to go. Roll of the dice, put him on. You never know what might happen. As it turns out, we were actually behind, and 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 he didn't have that option. Uh, if there's one thing you can sometimes question is the substitutions of Bielsa. Maybe leaves it a little bit late. Maybe it's the same. Um, like I said, there's no plan B. Uh, it's just plan A better uh, in Bielsa's Bielsa's eyes. But um, look, he should have been in the match day squad for me. I think he will be on Saturday. Um, I'd have him starting, but that's just my personal preference. But I also understand the way Bielsa works. Uh, we've seen it last season with the likes of Brown, for example. We, you know, there's some fans even saying that we won't see JK8 till March because we know how Bielsa works. I don't quite agree with that, but um, I I understand how he works, and ultimately, he he's controlling this football club, and and I'm okay with that because if he wasn't here, um. Yeah, I don't know. We definitely won't be where we were anyway with the squad that we have, let's be honest. And I, I keep saying to people, we will look back at this time under Bielsa with fondness. I'll be saying to my son, oh, I remember when Bielsa was at the helm and the football that we've seen was absolutely amazing. Um, I genuinely believe that. If we don't go up, yes, it'll be classed as a failure, 100%. But I can still look at this football and think, wow, you know, last season when it begun... I genuinely couldn't believe what I was watching after what we'd you know been through in the past few years with the with the quality of manager that we had. Um so yeah, um I fully back Bielsa, but do I yeah, he should have been in the eighteen. I think anyone would say that. I made a point of saying um I think every other manager in this division, out of all the twenty three clubs, all of them would have had him on the bench. Most would have had him starting. We've seen that. Uh, clubs across the country, January signings coming in, the straight in, the scoring. Um, so they'd have all played him. Um, he'd have either featured on the bench or at least been uh, starting the game. But, you know, Bielsa, it is what it is. We we have to back the man and, and he has my full support. Yeah, but if I could play devil's advocate for a sec, then uh, JKA, we're talking about a young striker who hasn't played much football this season. He's only played a couple hundred minutes for Monaco so far this season. Um, in the under-23s game that he played for, played in on Monday, he was apparently very unfit and he got took off. I think it was because of injury, but I digress. Um, and the championship is a fast-paced league, as we all know, and Leeds play very fast-paced football in the way, and they also close down and press teams. So you need to be fit to get into that system. So when I put that to you, can you understand why he's not been included yet? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> listening to you say that, I'm agreeing with all your points and saying, ah, actually, Ryan, yeah, you make sense. I think um, it's totally different kettle of fish when you have the, the emotion <laughs> attached to it. Um, yeah, I mean, he played 45 minutes on Monday in the under-23s, did pick up a knock. Um, everyone was was rightly worried when we first seen the images, but by all accounts, he's totally fine and wanted to play on. Um, I did actually speak to my to my pal, uh, Connor, who also works on the channel, and said he did look a little bit out of shape myself. Um, and there is a case for that. But I think, for me, 10 minutes, you know, as a striker knows where the goals is, it's where, uh, where we're lacking, stick him on, roll the dice. But no, you, you do make a good point. And, and Bielsa... Um, one thing we will be certain is is that he will make sure he's he's fully fit and up to speed before we do see him. I just think 
as a fan base, we're, we're crying out for goals and we see uh, Big Kev as, as being the answer. I think as well, if we look specifically at that Wigan game, uh, the way the game panned out towards the end, it literally was, you know, defence v attack. Um, it was very much, um, we were able to, to run up to the box at will and it, it was then a case of breaking them down and finding, you know, the, that pass or, you know, anything that would be able to unlock the door. And I just feel at that time, the way the game panned out, I know, you know, Bielsa couldn't imagine that this is how it would have panned out. But ultimately, I think in that game, um, he, he could have brought JK on and it, it may have made the difference. It may not, because as I say, the, the crossing was pretty woeful at times. Yeah, let's talk about the rest of the season then. Um, there's still loads of games left. Four leads to turn around this bad run of form. So is automatic promotion still the aim? Uh, well, I, I expect it is because that's been the expectation for most of the season, hasn't it? Yeah, still, still expect uh, automatic promotion. We have to, ultimately. I think that's why there's such a, a nervousness uh, amongst the fan base because for me, it's it's last chance saloon. I know that might sound a bit drastic, but in terms of Bielsa being here, KP, Radrazani, even, um, you know, it, it is for me. It, it's a last uh, roll of the dice for this this contingent, this this core group um, for me. Um, but yeah, I, I, I still. I still believe we can do it. Hopefully, we've come on from the experience last year. Um, and, yeah, um, we have to, man. Um, <laughs> we must. Yeah, that's one thing I was going to ask you. If Leeds don't go up this season, do you think that'll be it for Bielsa and you'll be left in the hands of someone else next season? Yeah, I think everyone fully accepts that as well. Um, it's like with KP. Yeah, he signed a new deal in the summer, but we all understand that... that you know he's give us that that extra year, uh, and and Biel's is not going to stick about for a, for a third season in the championship. Uh, if we go up, I would expect him to to probably stick around for a year. That's just my my overriding feeling, and then and then pass the baton on. Um, but um, if we if we weren't to go up, I think Biel's would probably walk away himself and say, "Look, I've tried, I failed. Now for the next man." Um, he's pretty, yeah. His core principles, etc. You would expect that. Um, I think he. He probably felt like he owed us uh, another go, um, and and we've got that. Uh, but if we weren't to go up, I, I, I'd be, I'd be flabbergasted if if he was to stick around for a third season. I just can't see it. Yeah, how do you think this Leeds side would do in the Premier League? Because from what I get, from what you're saying there, you don't think that this squad is um, maybe ready for the Premier League. Because um, one thing that we've said in the on the podcast before is that. Um, this squad isn't that good and it's more down to Bielsa's tactics. So how do you think you would do in the Premier League if you were to go up? I mean, when it, <laughs> I'm not saying that they're not good. Um, let, me, let me get that point over. Um, but I do think, you know, there is um, a real... I mean, everybody knows. I mean, Pep speaks about it himself, right? How Bielsa can make, you know players into 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 better players um this a lot of this core group was was average championship level and, and Bielsa's turned them into to top level championship players some probably be able to do it in the prem if we were to go up um um well when we go up should i say um i think it will it, it, it'll probably keep the same core group he's pretty loyal you'd probably maybe see four for five signings, um, if I'm being totally honest. Um, I would hope, um, if you look at 
Chris Wilder uh, and what he's done with with Sheffield United. I would expect a similar sort of um, trajectory when going into the Prem. I know that might sound a bit uh, crazy for, for people to hear, but I've said it before within my own circles, and I'll say it again, I genuinely feel we would have a, a, a Wolves-style impact, um, you know, consolidate and then go. Uh, the sky's the limit. Um, I genuinely believe that, but I'm a positive Leeds fan. <laughs> Leeds fans will tell you that. They're probably listening to this going, oh, he's off again. Um, but yeah, I, would, I, I think we would fare well um, with our style of play. Um, with a you know three, four, five additions, nothing too heavy because you know um, it's just not in Bielsa's makeup to make um, massive changes. If I'm being totally honest. Great, Joe. One last question before we'll go on to the individual players. Uh, the January transfer window has just closed. Are you happy with the business that Leeds did? Yeah, I think um, to be honest, I think we all knew uh, before the window was done that we would um, bring in a striker um, in replace of Eddie, um, a winger in replace of Jack Clark uh, and a goalkeeper just because of the Kiko situation. Um, so, yeah, I think we all knew what the remit was before and I think the, the club have more than delivered. Um, some people would have liked um, maybe maybe someone to, to come in and in place a foreshore because... Forshaw's still out. We still don't have a a, a, a a date on when he'll be back. And there is question marks over left back as well. Um, Barry Douglas, it's never really happened. Some don't like Alioski there. Um, so, but me personally, uh, I was happy with the business done. Um, I, I'm, I'm pretty, I understand the club situation with regards to FFP, etc. Um, and look, we we were told we would get these bodies in and we did. And, and the level of signings that we got, I think Perveda, look, City still wanted to offer him a deal. He wanted game time. He was wanted by clubs in Syria. Ah, Bielsa wanted him himself. He was brought in. I think he'll add something. Uh, and he'll get game time, whereas Jack wasn't. Um, I think we, we did really well out of the Jack Clark deal, if I'm being totally honest. Uh, and JKA is JKA. Um, I just can't wait for him to, to start starting games and, and banging amongst the goals. Um, because if anyone can get him in, in the right headspace, then, then Bielsa is that man. Brilliant. Let's talk about some of the individual players then. We'll start off uh, at the back with Kiko Casilla. You've mentioned him already. During your good run, it seemed like he was one of the more underrated players in the squad. So why do you think it has gone wrong recently? Yeah, I mean, with Kiko, um, there there was, as I touched on earlier, a period of time where when we would concede one shot on goal and it would go in. I think it... I mentioned five or six. It could have been seven or eight first shots. Uh, first shots on goal were were conceded. Um, I think you know, there, maybe in the in the earlier parts of the season as well, um, we weren't really getting tested as much. You know, with the likes of Ben White, KP, Cooper, all on fire at the time. Stuart Dallas was playing at right back. Um, we, we were really really strong. Um, I think. Another issue that we have is corners. Um, I think most Leeds fans will tell you we just ain't great. At them. We're not great at attacking corners. We ain't great at defending them either. Um, and he, due to the, I guess the height within the team as well, um, he's, he's called upon a lot. Um, and I think his decision making is is a little bit suspect at time when he when he decides to punch instead of, you know, collect, etc. And I, I think with that as well, he's so far on now uh, in his career, 
that them the sort of things that aren't going to change. Um, his distributions has gone off the boil as well. That's one thing you, you know was I was always a massive fan of. But I think what's thrown it more uh, into into um, the Legion United fans' eyes, as it were, is the fact that yeah, Meslier did did so good against Arsenal. Uh, his distribution was absolutely fantastic against Arsenal in that FA Cup game. And he made some very vital saves as well. I think Arsenal were lucky to to score when they did. Um, he almost got a hand to that. And I think that's also in the back of people's minds is the fact that Meslier played 45 minutes and was so good that when he makes these mistakes, it's like, put him in. Put him in. He needs to be given an opportunity. Um, there has been big calls for, for Kiko to be dropped. Um, I just don't see it happening. You know, I I genuinely don't. I think Bielsa. I remember when when Kiko came to the squad uh, last season. Um, Bielsa said he was he was mad um, in in no uncertain terms to come from Real Madrid to take the drop down to the Championship. I think there's a there's a, a real respect between the pair, and I'd be very very shocked if he was to be dropped. Yeah, another player I've seen a lot of criticism for recently is uh, Liam Cooper. Um, for years now, he's been one of the more solid defenders in the Championship. But his recent performances haven't been as good, uh, from what I'm from what I'm hearing from Leeds fans. Anyway, so do you think that criticism is justified? I mean, there was there was for a period of time that that Liam Cooper amongst Leeds fans was League One Liam, um, and he. I mean, I I wasn't one. I've always been a fan of Liam Cooper's. If I'm being totally honest. Um, his lovely crossfield balls that he likes to to spray about uh, from left to right, um, and. To be honest, in the in the early parts of the season, it's been absolutely fantastic. However, there has been a little bit of um, I don't know if it's nervousness, but there has been a, a, a definite drop off uh, in performance of late, in my opinion. Um, I've seen it against Millwall within five minutes. Um, there was a, a bit of a hospital pass played out to the left to um, to Alioski that didn't quite reach its target. It wasn't long after we were conceding from a corner. Um, so he does have a, that little bit of nervousness in his game. Um, but, I mean, I think as a whole, uh, the, the team just hasn't been hitting the heights that it that it started the season with. But, um, no, I'm, I, I, I feel that, look, this, for me, it's no coincidence that the last three managers, um, four even, it could be, have had Liam Cooper as the captain. I think he's, he's quite integral to this Leeds United side. He's well thought of within the group. Um, and I'm I'm a big fan of Liam's, um, but he does have a tag of League One Liam, and, and and at times he finds it hard to shake. I mean, I remember last season he he got rid of it completely. I mean, um, there was still I think the fact that we lost Pontus etc. Some would probably might say, oh well, um, Pontus was the better of the two, but not for me. I'm I'm a massive fan of Liam's. Yeah, another player you've mentioned already is Alioski. He. He divides opinion, to say the very least. Uh, what, what do you make of him? Um, <laughs> Johnny's uh, just a bit of a, a, a madman, if I'm being totally honest. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, listen, I think, again, he, he'll work all day. It's a bit like a Duracell bunny. Um, and at times, honestly, he's absolutely fantastic. Can be unplayable. Some of the balls that he plays in at times are, are just absolutely fantastic, um, and it's like wow. Uh, and then on on another game, um, his decision making is absolutely shocking, and he he's blasting it over from two three yards out. Do you know what I mean? You you just never know uh, what what Gianni you're gonna get. But um, I think as a as a squad player, 
um, for me. Um, in an ideal scenario, I'd uh, I'd maybe have uh, someone ahead of him uh, in the left back role personally. Uh, but as a squad player, one hundred percent he can be re- relied upon. Can can Johnny? Um, I mean, sometimes he comes on and and, and can change it. Um, and then other games not so, as we've seen against Chef Wednesday when he came on for Barry Douglas. So he's a bit of a, an enigma in that, that respect. Um, but yeah, it can, it can be frustrating, but listen, I like Johnny. Um, he's just a bit of a madman. Yeah, one player I really wanted to ask you about is uh, Matthias Glick, because last season he was absolutely brilliant for Leeds, but this season he hasn't really hit the heights uh, that he did last season. Uh, is that a bit of a concern for you? Yeah, I mean, he, he seemed to be uh, scoring goals for fun last season. Um, and at times, this it seemed, even towards the back end of last, that, that maybe he was um, doing too much. Um, dawdling on it, uh, the ball a little bit, if I'm being totally honest. He, he seems reluctant to have a shot at goal. Um, you know, and, and that has been a, a real frustration of mine because we know he has it in his locker. He can he can finish. That's one thing, um, you know, you can rely on Mateus Click to do. Um, and it has been frustrating for me watching him um, when he when he decides not to have a pop-up goal and maybe pass it on that, you know, that extra little bit. But again, you don't know whether or not that's that's been what's asked of him. Um, you know, he's he's doing what's asked and, and maybe that's been trained out of them. I heard it I've heard it said before. Um sometimes there is a, a, a real um lack of, of just having a go uh, when in when in the right areas. Sometimes we move it on that little bit, a bit like the Arsenal try to try to score the perfect goal as it were. Um but no, I think Mateus clicks uh, some player, I mean the amount of consecutive games he's played for us and the fact that he's in the Poland setup says all you need to know. Um just need him to, to get back amongst the goals. He has come into his own a little bit and been a lot more involved in the last couple. And I don't know whether or not that's because KP's out of the side that we're having to get the ball moving through uh click a little bit more than we, we normally would. Um but yeah um, a massive fan of Mateus Klug. Yeah, let's talk about Stuart Dallas because we get repeatedly told that he is probably the most underrated player in the Leeds squad. Um, how good has he been for Leeds this season? See, I I absolutely love Stuart Dallas. Um, he's been my player of the season. Mr. Reliable. Can play anywhere, basically. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he could play in goal for Bielsa. Um, he started to, to come into his own um, towards the back end of last season, it's mad, really, just how how good and uh, how long it can take some players to to really progress under Bielsa. They always say seem to be better the second time around. A lot of us talk about Costa and say, "Oh, imagine what he'll be like next year." Because Dallas was one of them where towards the back end of see- last season, he looked like a, a totally different player. I mean, he absolutely was fantastic in the in the um, in a, you know the loss that we had to Derby in the in the second leg of the the playoff um, semi final, but. Um, yeah, he's been absolutely fantastic this season. Started at right back was absolutely immense. A lot of people, you know, don't like him in centre midfield, but um, and I understand why. But um, for me, he, he's just been absolutely fantastic. Um, you can just—he's one of them for me. And I say this about Jack Harrison: if Bielsa asks him to do a certain job, you just know that he's doing every single thing that Bielsa has asked him to do. Um, and uh, he really gets it at Leeds United for me as well. 
Um, just like a lot of them do, if I'm being totally honest. Um, and yeah, for me, he's been he's been my player of the season. A lot will say Ben White, and I understand why, but I just love Stewie Dallas. Yeah, Ben White has been probably Leeds' best player this season, hasn't he? And how good has he been since joining on loan from Brighton in the summer? Ben White, wow, uh, what what a, what a footballer, what a centre back, best we've seen at this club uh, for for quite some time. He he really will go to 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 be a centre back in a top six side. If I'm being totally honest, um, wouldn't be surprised if it if he were to to never play for Brighton. I know that might sound a bit mad, but I said it before is that wouldn't surprise me if he just you know, bypasses that and, and ends up at a top six side, um, especially the way he started the season. Uh, I think as a unit defensively, we're not quite where we were, um, but he was absolutely fantastic. Um, one of the one of the mad things is he's just knowing when to make that challenge. Um, he seems to always make the right decision. We had one on the weekend with Kiefer Moore. Um, you know, he just knows when to when to go and, and and he's just an absolutely Rolls Royce of a centre back. Uh, I remember when we played him in the defensive midfield role against um Huddersfield. I genuinely was saying he you know and even Bielsa mentioned it uh in the in the likes of you know Fabinho and Fernandinho. It didn't quite turn out to be that because it wasn't that great against Huddersfield. Um but um yeah what a footballer uh, as you know yourselves I know you've sung uh, sung his praises many enough he's he's going to go to the top of the game and finally Joe I wanted to ask you about Calvin Phillips because we love Calvin Phillips on this show and Leeds fans tell us all the time how good he is and I, I think a lot of other fans uh, get a bit annoyed about uh, Leeds fans telling us all the time how good he is uh, so how about you start off by telling us just how good he is and also what do you make of my campaign for Calvin Phillips to be called up to the England squad I'm a massive, massive, massive fan of that campaign, Ryan. Um, yeah, he's absolutely fantastic. Um, he's such a beast. Um, you know, the the likes of, um, the likes of Eze, Bowen, and Grealish, etc. Um, he's he's been able to to put in his his back pocket at times whenever he's come up against them. Not all the time, but a lot of the time. Um, and it's no coincidence that you know Gareth Southgate uh, has been has been at the uh, at, at Ellen Road to to watch him play. I mean, all you have to do uh, is look at the job. Um, that he did on on Mesut Ozil in that FA Cup game. Mesut Ozil was was brought off uh, by Arteta, and at the time, by half time, had the least touches of any single player on that football pitch because Calvin Phillips just absolutely pocketed him. Um, I think there is obviously, of course, the fact that he's a Leeds United fan. He's a Leeds United lad. Um, he stayed with us. A lot of a lot of players might have wanted to move on in the summer. There was offers there. Um, you know, Villa wanted him. I think again, if if we weren't to go up, uh, and if that you know did happen, fingers crossed it doesn't. I think again, he's another one like Ben White that would really go at the top of the game. Um, he's that good um, and much better than a, a Declan Rice, for example. Uh, I genuinely uh, believe that, and um, I know you're a massive fan as well. I mean, he's just an absolute animal, um, and he's he's perfect. Um, you know, there isn't anyone in that division that can do what he can do. Uh, to the level that he can, um, he's just yeah, he's, he's future England one hundred percent. Him and Ben White, him and Ben White will both play for the for this England uh, England side. Uh, I genuinely believe that. Get your money on it. <laughs> 
<laughs> but gamble safely, of course. Brilliant, Joe. Thank you for your time today. I uh, really appreciate you coming on and good luck for the rest of the season. Thanks for having me, lads. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Um, hopefully next season um, you won't be speaking about us, but I'll still listen because you just put out a great podcast week in, week out, lads. So keep up the great work and thanks for having me. Leeds, leads, leads. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.